Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Welcome to the Football Ramble. It's lovely to have you here. Happy anniversary to us. What? The fifth year of the Football Ramble. This is the, this is the five year special. Yeah. Can you believe that, Jim? I can. I was there five, for most of it. Five, five more the, years. The vast majority yeah. of it. What are we doing to celebrate? I, we're we're going to do a ramble. Okay. <laughs> Traditional. <laughs> ah. um, if that, only we'd had years to plan it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and not just realised moments earlier. Uh, it is indeed the fifth anniversary of the Football Ramble. And my name's still Marcus and I've got Jim with me. Hi, I'm still here. Pete's. I'm uh, not Rex and this is my world. And Luke. <laughs> All right. All right, indeed. Now then, uh, let's move on to the opening question. Adele Tarat scored his first goal in the Premier League on the weekend, and a lovely one it was too. He celebrated by putting on a Fez hat, or somebody put one on him, certainly. Yeah, it was weird, wasn't it? Oh, there was a few in the crowd, actually. I couldn't work out if he was happy with that or really offended. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Either way, it's a hate crime, it sounds like. He chucked it on the floor, didn't he? Well, yeah, I think he was enjoying the moment, because it's been coming for a while. Yeah. And, uh, there have been a lot of people taking Fezes to that ground yeah. for no reason. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I think it's almost like it was, it was, almost like it was taking the piss. Yeah. <laughs> like, Let me enjoy it at the moment. Yeah. Is he, did he score that goal just because he's got the big move to Real in the summer. <laughs> yeah. that, right? that big. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, anyway, I'd like to ask you: If you um, had to bring a hat uh, into a celebration of yours, what hat would it be, Jim, and why? Um, I would, I would, I would wear a, um, a top hat, and also have like a monocle mm. attached mm. to it, just because I quite like the idea of um, of just being a bit posh footballers. You just you don't yeah, really get yeah. it that much, and obviously being an Arsenal fan. Everyone at the Emirates is called like Felix or Rupert. So <laughs> right. Hugo? Yeah, Hugo, a lot of Hugo. So to fit in, I mm. think, with my own club, I, I'd, I'd go with a top hat I, I monocle think, combination. I think attaching a monocle to a top hat would offset the um, you know the poshness of the hall. Well, that's me keeping Shabang. it real, Pete. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to see an away striker score a goal at the Emirates and put out a top hat and monocle and point everyone. <laughs> that's you, that is. <laughs> that would be great. You are well posh, you are. Yeah, yeah. You've got loads of money. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Good start. Yeah, Pete, what oh, you're so well educated. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would go for one of those old German army hats with the spikes in them, and then I would get the ball on the spike and run in the goal. <laughs> oh, class! Yeah, I like, know oh, you've already. Oh, okay, that's a celebration. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, yeah. I do like quite quite like those hats actually. Yeah. Oh, really? so yeah, it's a celebration, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, all right, I would do. No, but you know, you would, would keep it. wearing it. Yeah, <laughs> for the next goal. That I right, suppose. okay. And I it was, would make the next goal easier. Can I just be the first? No one's going to go up for a header with you. <laughs> can I just be the first time the referee would definitely allow you to do that? <laughs> I'm, ref, I'm keeping the hat on. Fine, fine. fine. You've scored. You've earned that right. <laughs> yeah. You should get a cap every time you score for England. You've got to wear it. <laughs> <laughs> 
Did Wright, did Ian Wright score five once? Did yeah, well, did. yeah, against San Marino, wasn't it? Imagine yes. how many hats. Is it hats? five or was it four or five? Oh, it was you only really get one few. cap per appearance, don't you? So. Yeah, well, you get one per goal, I think. <laughs> you don't get a cap every What, a big spiky hat? Every no, time no, you get a hat, you just keep on putting them on and you have to like put your hand on top of the cap as you ran around. Just what has happened goal. to you? <laughs> <laughs> What's happened to me? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Luke, answer quickly. Um, I, first of all, because I, I, I thought I was going to administer it to sort of current players. So I said um, it'd be quality if Denver Bar could have one of those hats with straws in it and suck his strawberry syrup. Oh, he loves his strawberry hat. Right, okay. Yeah. Um, but Do you love his strawberry syrup? Have I missed yeah, 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 like no, strawberry cordial. I think he calls it strawberry syrup. Yeah. Okay. Um, but, um, but like you, you, you like a cordial. So. A blackcurrant cordial, yeah. yeah. Um, Similar, blackcurrant syrup. But that's not my answer. My answer is I'd pull out a, um, a safari hat ah. like uh, Robert Muldoon in Jurassic Park. Now you're talking. And then I'd um, basically. Pretend to pull out a shotgun yeah. and shoot like a raptor in the crowd. Yeah. Then put a t-shirt up saying, "Hang on, you've been hunted." <laughs> Hang, why would there be a raptor in the crowd? No, you I'm just pretending. Right, okay. Yeah, because you'd have to bring your own. You, you said top hat and monocle. <laughs> Far more likely than there being a raptor at the ground anyway. Well, I'll prepare you, it. All the same, clever girl. I don't know though. There's, 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 a, there's a raptor following round uh, Michael Bublé at the moment. Yeah, you've seen that on the, on the internet. <laughs> yeah, it's and worth googling that. that yeah. <laughs> and if you're going to, uh, you know, apply it to current footballers. Go for Hatem Benatha, surely. Mm. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. in the you name. Yeah. In the name. All yeah. in the name. Uh, I'm still going to... I've banged on about this. The cowboy hat. I do like a cowboy hat. And then I'd get the players to... Um, Kind of make a horse formation. Is this Brokeback Mountain? Yeah, basically. Yeah. Oh, coming out. Formation. It's the fifth yeah. anniversary. <laughs> What's a horse formation? Well, as in that they would um, sort of climb on top of each other, make a sort of a horse, and then I would get on top and, 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 and away each other and make a horse. In a cowboy hat. And away we go. <laughs> this question's right the absolute worst in us. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about something else. Uh, Luke's got the point. Thank We're going to talk about the Premier League now. Good. We're going to go straight to Queen's Park Rangers, where they beat Arsenal 2 1. Uh, 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 Jim, this is um, reminded me of what you said last week, where the teams at the bottom suddenly think and it doesn't matter who they're playing they just suddenly think oh crap we're going to have to start winning and, and QPR it was very much like that yeah absolutely not just QPR at the weekend other teams will come on to as well mm. I think also as well obviously it takes a while to adjust to the Premier League so sort of you know depending on how long that takes each team the, the their initial form isn't necessarily a reflection of how good the side is you know they've just got to adjust to making that step up so um, QPR bought a lot of players as well they did yeah and um, the well, they hadn't gelled at first but you they've know they've changed the manager as well yeah um, but, but with the wins of Liverpool and a mm. win against Liverpool and winning against Arsenal obviously there's something sparking into life there it's interesting to see how Tarrant will do now um, getting his first goal mm. for them will it Lovely spark goal him into well. life at just the right time because he could be crucial if, if they're playing a bit better to actually yeah, get I, some I results think got, out I think he got a bit of fortune with the you know the stepping over the keeper sort of thing I thought he kind of he could have lost that at any moment I think for me but a good mm. finish up he almost scored a great second where he, he sort of almost like Cruyff turned um, someone in the middle and then drove forward cut inside and he, and he smashed one when he mm. was falling over and then it bent really late, didn't it? Chesney had to really yeah. move quite quickly yeah, to get The it. flip side to all this, though, by the way, is that it's a bit of a, it's a bit criminal, really, that Tarrat's taken this long to score his first Premier League Yeah, of game. course, yeah. He shouldn't be in and out of the side. He should be applying himself. It, and, and as people have said, like his club captain Barton said, he should be in that team every week. Well, He's got right. the talent. Mm. You know, and, and if he does want to earn a move away, I never, I never make it... It's weird when players do this. You, you hear in the paper that a player wants a move away, but they don't seem to want to play really well to get that move away. They yeah. just want to sit around. Well, you've got a question as well whether with Tarrat he is as talented as people say, because people do say, oh, clearly he's got the talent. He's really shown it. 
He's shown that he can do a lot of sort of skill and this, that, and the other, but it's rarely with any end product. I yeah, think that's been the case this season, at least. I mean, he obviously was great in the championship, but yeah. you've got a question. Question maybe he's just he's just quite flash. Well, in, he's in, good at, and obviously I hope he was championship we'll player of the year. Though, he was championship player of the year. I mean, he was, he was playing, yeah, but you know, it, I mean, he was very much the star of that side, and he was given all the luxuries. I mean, Warnock, I think, would fine him if he ever came back into their own half. Mm. And he was given complete freedom to do what he wanted, really. Yeah. And that's where he, he flourished. And he was, mm. you know, in the Championship, you've got a lot more time. You've, uh, the, you know, the, the, the quality of defender is obviously a lot less. Yeah. So, no, not this well, season. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, in the yeah, Premier League. He has to adapt his game, though, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah no, absolutely. He does. Ways, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, you can't excuse him at that. Corrupt his game. Yeah. Well, well, for me, his it's, it's problem isn't talent, it's, it's the application of the it talent. It is, yeah. yeah. It's good to see them getting a, a win at a very important uh, stage of the no, season wasn't. and an important <laughs> but, but I mean Mark Hughes has historically always started a bit slow He has, in, yeah In management and That's I always, very true I always, If QPR retain their uh, Premier League status mm. I think he'll do better next season than if he doesn't walk away Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I, I think that's Over some sort of handshake based <laughs> argument Yeah, it would certainly be about yeah. sort of general Petty manners. Yeah. No, I, think, I think that's an excellent point. He'll get, a, he'll get a contract improvement in the summer if he keeps them up, and they'll go to see a little handshake and he'll just kick off. <laughs> just kick the desk over. What are you yeah. doing? <laughs> that must be what happened at Fulham. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was a lot of kicking off this weekend. We'll go to Wolves 2, Bolton 3. Uh, great win for Bolton. Terrible result for Wolves. Hennessy and Johnson had a little bust up. Yeah. The first of three, I think, oh, we're going to mention. <laughs> yeah, that's Ro- right. Roger Johnson's a potty mouth. He, he is. is. <laughs> I reckon he was drunk again. For the game Like when he turned up Drunk to training Because he was He was just swearing Wasn't he It was a really Incoherent argument What do you reckon His breath knocked Mark Davis out (laughs) Yeah maybe Well Davis died For the penalty Yeah which is unusual As he's English And we don't do that Yeah (laughs) Well maybe he forgot that He probably did forget that Probably surrounded By so many Well that's Osmosis I was about to say But one thing I will say Is it was a dive and it's obviously terrible that he dived to win a penalty but Roger Johnson should not be going to ground there <laughs> there's absolutely no reason to be going to ground there there's loads of players around him but it's a good win for Bolton though and uh, Wolves now I think they're six points adrift aren't yeah. they it was, is it fair to say that Aston Villa had the worst day in the history of football every oh, single yeah. team around them sorry Wolves are seven I think they're seven aren't they because Bolton on 29 now oh are they okay right yeah Wolves are looking pretty much cut adrift yeah, yeah. Wigan a great result again for them yeah but again some really really sloppy finishing from Wigan like, there was a couple of really clear cut chances mm. that they missed Beausajour in particular just the two very very odd um, just decisions n- nonsensical misses just yeah. almost like, where it's, again easier to score than it is to just sort of I don't know what he did one of them he just seemed to sort of tread on the ball and it kind of flipped up in front of him <laughs> like, just, I've not tried this yet yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a lovely powerful header from uh, Alcaraz and Victor Moses I love it mm. when he's like that Moses he's just like no yeah, <laughs> he's just like an absolute bulldozer. It'd be interesting to see if he sticks around um, much longer, whether yeah. they stay up or not, because he's obviously got a lot of time. I think if they go down, he'd, he'd probably oh, he'd have to fancy move a move, wouldn't he? I mean, you, teams like Wigan, you know, well, to be fair, Wigan haven't played like this actually, but you, you do get teams that they set up very defensively and then we'll, they'll try and nick a 1 0 yeah. just to try and sort of really nick a result. But Wigan tend to do that over a season yeah. <laughs> you know, they'll just sort of concede possession and everything for months and months and months and they just try and nick it at the end and stay up and they've managed to do it That's a couple true. of times well, so far well, and they could well do again indeed it's like an interesting Got parallel momentum. between Wigan and Swansea because obviously Martinez laid a lot of the foundations and is, is, is largely responsible for what Swansea are doing I mean mm. Rodgers has continued that work and he's done a great job out of it but but 
Martinez started that revolution yeah. there, mm. and, that, and Swansea were a team built in his image as Wigan are now yeah. but uh, you just wonder what the difference is it must just be personnel differences in t- between the teams because they still st- they, Wigan still try and play a short passing game a very quick movement and, mm. and, 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 and what would be considered to be the right way to play although I don't actually agree with that but they don't, they don't seem to really capitalise as well as Swansea well, it's, just, it's the goals isn't it they're lacking a Danny Graham and a Sigurdsson as well who's called again yeah. um, today but it's that, I think it's as simple as that it's just that, that well, finishing also, touch at the end also you can't Swansea were in the championship yeah. and you've got, a, you've got a lot more time from the but there was not really much pressure as Swansea manager in the championship you could argue compared to a Premier League side he's yeah. down there in the championship he's got if he, if he says to the chairman look I want to try something I want to try and implement this then, then he'll have a bit more time and the, again the quality isn't quite up good. against yeah. you so we're the Premier League, under pressure. well in the Premier League you've got to win you've got to win you've got to win yeah and if you try and start messing around, all right, do that, but make sure you get the results as well. Yeah. It's, it's, it's difficult. Stoke were poor as well. Which yeah, they were. Played into Pulis wasn't happy. No, he really, really wasn't. It's like I suppose when you when that. But many then it's hard to tell when he is happy. He's going to be face. doing donuts in uh, Tesco car park, isn't he? He is. Yeah. When that many workhorses align, you will occasionally get that sort of performance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's true indeed. Well, it's yeah. If, I mean, if we look at the bottom, you know, Wigan, QPR, and Blackburn on twenty-eight, <laughs> bottom twenty-nine, Wolves bottom twenty-two, and Villa. Only on 33 Yeah I mean you said this last week I think it was yourself Luke You know they're only 5 points And they've beaten 4-2 at home Against Chelsea And Torres even scored against them Yeah I mean The thing about Villa was I mean We should probably mention Stylian Petrov Who's going to be out yeah, for the foreseeable Of course with, yeah Unfortunately, diagnosed with leukemia, and that's that's actually absolutely dreadful for him. But I mean, and his family. But I looked at the Villa side that started against Chelsea. I mean, they're playing Chelsea. They're yeah. not, they're in a bit of trouble Villa. They, they've got hard running as well. And the only sort of players with any sort of experience in the team were um, James Collins, Given. Warnock and arguably Ireland. The rest of the team was made up of youngsters and players mm. who weren't really that privileged. I mean, apart from Mag Bonlahor, but he's not really that experienced, I wouldn't say. And well, then well, he's, he's got enough. He's got enough. He's got an England cap too. But you understand what I mean, though. If you're in a relegation scrap, their midfield was like a sank out rage, like, like Bannon, Hurd. I mean, Old Brighton came yeah. on. It was, they were but Old Brighton's not really were, that experienced either. No, there were pockets though of times where, for example, Ireland looked up for it. You know, yeah, <laughs> which, which is, you know, you'll get three games off, one game on. But he, he looked up for it. <laughs> And, and I think certain the midfield looked all right in, uh, at spots, but you know they just you know threw it away. Basically. Well, just but to sort of, I suppose to sort of disagree with myself almost. They got about to two all, and then John Terry chucked himself on the floor because he knew he wasn't going to win a foot race with that bond. No way. <laughs> and, uh, and I think fouling Terry should be just like okay, just one of the rules. <laughs> yeah. he's, he's a big man, isn't he? He's, he's proven so many times what a big man he is. <laughs> so yeah. he should be able to deal with people <laughs> fouling yeah, him. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I thought it was a shame. Although actually, I had a little jibe at Torres a minutes ago. I, I, I thought he played. Really well, and he, he well. and he scored a proper goal it's this time. Fun, yeah. You can't argue with that. <laughs> it's funny how like his build-up play has been so good recently. Yeah. And then for that goal, his first touch was quite poor, but he mm. managed to hook it round. And yeah. you could almost see him make the snap decision. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm which, was, which was nice. You know, it's been a while since you've seen him just make his mind up and do something. Mm. Because he was in the last minute and had the game won, and he probably just thought, you know what, I'm having a pop. Maybe, here. yeah, yeah. But the, the, the Villa thing is that you got to count them as a bit unfortunate as well, because although they're you know they're playing quite dreadful stuff, but um, you wouldn't have thought that um, Wigan, Cooper, and Bolt would all win on the same day. Mm. No. But that's what starts happening, isn't it? As we yeah. were saying, these teams. Well, they, they I, step I, up. I expected them to be the, the feeling of togetherness with, with the supporters and stuff. It was a nice day. But because of the Petrov thing. Because of the Petrov thing. And he was yeah. in the stands and, and, and everyone yeah. was tuning us to tune. I, I thought that would yeah. galvanise well, them. Especially when they got it back to 2 all yeah. as well. Mm. I heard a great story about. Um, 
Petrov, which I read, I think it was on the BBC's website, um, where when he, when he was at Celtic, he was really struggling to learn, learn the language and he was finding it difficult to settle in because of that. And he, he knew someone who ran a burger van, so he did a couple of shifts in there, so he'd have to just learn Be- to communicate. That's brilliant. Oh, yeah. It's amazing. And he'd say, like, you could see people were going, is that Stillian? Nah. Yeah. It's covered in grease. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> brilliant. So clearly he's very committed. Was it a burger van outside the stadium? Oh, so well, that I, can't be him. He's on in <laughs> half an hour. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I hope so. Half time. Where is he? Has he, <laughs> got, <laughs> he has been everywhere today. But <laughs> we, should, we should say we generally wish him a full and swift yeah, recovery because it's awful. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's it just like been, it, as you said before the, the, the show, there's not been a single week where we haven't been you know, thinking about some it's terrible been, thing. It's been like. a terrible season for this, hasn't it? Well, let's go to Manchester City 3, Sunderland 3, the big one of the weekend, you could argue, where City drop points but maybe they were quite fortunate to get one because Sunderland were 3-1 up yeah. at the Etihad but it was the manner of the behaviour of some of the players that oh my god well, it was so team. much in that game Larson got the opening Dzeko did he die for that one I mean he definitely bought it didn't he he, he, bought <laughs> he it. won the foul though I thought it was actually quite a clever play and it, it looked a bit of contact if there's oh, contact yeah. I, mean, I suppose it, these days he's almost got licence to it but he was definitely looking mm. for it the way the Sunderland players reacted to the referee was absolutely shocking by the way that six of them surrounded him got right in his face mm. which, I didn't, which you don't like to see I know they're frustrated with the decision and stuff mm. but I mean you know, you got to let the referee do his job. Mancini was saying he nearly took off uh, Balotelli after five minutes. <laughs> I feel yeah, he's not being. He's out though. the door. I mean, I, why is he even there? Why is he even playing him? If he has that much of a problem with him, why is he playing him? I, Mancini doesn't seem to. But it's every week he says I can't trust him. I can't do. It. Well, don't play him then. Well, don't I, talk I think, about him. Yeah, but I think it's a motivational tactic. Ta- yeah. And Aguero's injured, and, and he's t- Mancini seems really worried about Aguero. Mm. Well, well, Aguero had a stupid injury. Didn't yeah. he? Do we know what that is? They've not, like they've not there disclosed. Was, it. There was two or three. One was like. He, he injured it on his child's motorbike and then there was another one saying that he had an allergic reaction to a, a, a foot spray oh that, I think that was the most that credible was the one, one. Yeah, the, like a chemical reaction where it just ruined his foot a bit but wow. um, but the best it, it wasn't saying that it was him being stupid he was yeah. saying the injury was yeah, yeah. a stupid injury yeah 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 well, well that could be it could what? Like, turn into like a hoof or something yeah. <laughs> wait a couple of weeks one thing I thought <laughs> when, when they were arguing so Balotelli and, and Kolarov were <laughs> arguing over kick. the free kick and Tevez walked over I was thinking you should keep your head down keep yeah. your head down <laughs> <laughs> you've done enough already this season uh, you, you, are the, you are no way on free kicks yet Odin Wingo was arguing with Foster wasn't he in the West Point yeah. game and he did, he did the whole forehead biting thing with him as well which was very odd between you know it must have been a full moon or something. It must have yeah. been. Anyway, we're back to the city though. Shades of Dyer and um, Boya. Boya, yeah. yeah. Was it? I mean, is that one of those ones where it's kind of the three-one down and they get it back to three-all and you think actually that that's well done, you've got a point there, or is it kind of lads that's piss poor? Well, let's be honest. They had a hundred percent home record until then, so they've been very good at home this season. Mm. They've been perfect at home until until um, that game and until Nicholas Bentner turned up. It's a good header yeah, from well, Bentner. You know, he's one of the greatest players on earth. Isn't he? Yeah. Um, he, and he said that <laughs> he, really the, the, he put the, the third one on lovely for Larson, didn't mm. he? He has been a lot better actually under O'Neill Bentner. But I tell you what, they are <laughs> Yeah, they are. Yeah, fair. If Man City carry on this way, that, that the Manchester derby is not even going to matter. Yeah. No, I mean that's uh, okay. Yeah, it's good to get it back to three all, but I mean. It does smack of the nerves getting to them. It's there are squeaky bums. Yeah, and Middle Easterns. <laughs> <laughs> but you want you do wonder, don't you? I mean, it sounds a bit cliche, but it's like oh, they're cracking up a bit. But if I was, I'm only speaking as trying to put myself in the position of a Man City fan. I'd be worried if I saw that. Yeah, oh yes, and it's typical City as well. Is what they'll be saying. It's easy to forget because you know, like it, it's, it was the same with Chelsea. It feels like the club have reset almost, yeah. and this is like sort of version 2.0. But City do this, don't they? They bottle it. And the fans are probably going to be really just grinding their fingernails over this sort of thing. Well, the past like ten, well, twenty years really for Man City have been like two steps forward, five yeah. steps back. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. 
not long since they've been in the championship or League One. And as we mentioned last week or two, look, if if so they, the worst comes to worst for them, and they don't win the, the Premier League this season. What do the owners then do? Mm. They stick with Mancini mm. and 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 maybe give him another go, or do they change him out and get someone in, try and get Mourinho yeah. or something? And then they're starting again, really, because Mourinho's going to want loads of money for players. Yeah. What if they but, leave? Well, yeah, exactly. Sell up. Yeah. Where, um, nah, they wouldn't do that, would they? No, I can't <laughs> see that happening. We're yet to see sort of how ruthless they can be. I think Hughes wasn't their man, was he? So you know that was always he was always going to be replaced. Mm. But we, we, I mean, they have backed Mancini to a degree, so we shall see. It's going to be fun. It is. We can promise that. Mm. Before we leave the Premier League, we've got to talk about Liverpool getting beaten two 0 by Newcastle United. Cisse, he's done it again, Pete. He's always there in the right place, to be honest. He's Outfield a, player yeah, in goal. Usually offside. <laughs> Outfield player in goal. Let's yes. get to that bit. <laughs> right, yeah. That's what it's built up. Pepe Reina harshly sent off for not touching Perch. Harshly? Yes. yes. He shouldn't have done it. He shouldn't have done it. <laughs> done what, though? He shouldn't, have, he shouldn't have given the referee a decision to make. Nine times out of ten, you'd have, the opposing player would sort of stick their head in and they'd have a little bit of, like, rutting. But he didn't. So, rutting you know, he, like so he basically stuck his head. So it's effectively a headbutt. But you never when, don't care if he didn't touch him. He, no, he did, no, he did a headbutt. No, no, no. You if you swing yeah. a punch, do you get sent off or do you not get sent? No, no. no but he never. He just. I, I don't think that was a sending off. He pushed his head towards him. I mean, he definitely meant to put his head there. Oh. Point is, he did get sent off, yeah. and then Jose Enrique of all people getting booed all game who had chipped, to go in goal. Who chipped off when he left uh, Newcastle in the first place? No, didn't he? What so he's getting saying that they'll never be in this, uh, they'll never be challenging for sixth. Okay. <laughs> and they are yeah. and they're like it's like eight points clear of Everton who are now above Liverpool as well which is fairly hefty Andy yeah. Carroll did a terrible dive instead mm. of just putting the ball in the net he should have gone in goal can you imagine <laughs> yeah. the reaction then yeah. he's off the field by then wasn't he yeah. Yeah. But they, the, the thing was I mean taking you know taking Carroll off like you knew you knew exactly <laughs> what the reaction would be yeah. you're 2-0 down it looks like you're getting nothing from the game why do that to him that dive why? from Carroll was scandalous though because I felt <laughs> quite sorry for Andy Carroll because he said he didn't want to leave Newcastle so he was basically made to play for Liverpool <coughs> which doesn't suit his style and everyone gets on his back there so I don't necessarily I felt bad that, for him but, but, yeah. well, I felt <laughs> bad for him and then he goes and does that as if to go yeah I am now your pantomime villain yeah. <laughs> yeah. I am now the thickest man in the world <laughs> in football yeah, yeah. but you know Perchy amazing like he, he is probably Newcastle's worst player but he, the last few matches he has played out of his skin mm. his Perchy skin <laughs> all hail Perchino Virginia. Lovely. <laughs> uh, let's go to the championship where uh, West Ham lost uh, 4 2 at home to Reading. Their bums are squeaky as well. Well, the West Ham are in third now. They're four points um, behind Reading, who are in second. And uh, once again, Reading is going from strength to strength. There's a brilliant result for mm. them. It's the best run of form I can remember a championship team. For such a long time, Hull had a real rise like this. Do you remember the season they got promoted? Yeah, it's such a yeah, great time true. as well. If I was a re- if I was a Reading spot, I'd be like, "This is brilliant." <laughs> yeah. This yeah. has come really well. I saw them at Madeira against Portsmouth, and I'm not just saying this; they were pretty diabolical. You said that, didn't you? Yeah, but they still won the game. Yeah, but as I say, that was a night off for them, really. Wasn't yeah, it, it was. <laughs> it's one of those <laughs> things where Pompey just brought them down to their level. But we're going to kick the shit out of you today. <laughs> Get used to it. Well, we will be talking about Portsmouth in just a moment, Luke. You, you may be. <laughs> <laughs> um, Blackpool hammered Southampton 3 0, and then Black- Blackpool have zoomed into the playoffs. Mm. Southampton's still top, though. Um, but, oh, it's very tight. Is it always is? The championship is brilliant. Yeah, you, yeah, you, get the, you do get the feeling that West Ham, even after the money they spent, and they're, they're starting to struggle a bit. And, and, and their fans, I'm sorry, West Ham fans, they get on their teams back at home. Oh, yeah, they do. Way too much. I mean, I've, way, I've, been, I've only been to. Incredibly high standards. I've been to Upton Park once, and it was, it was when they were in the Premier League, it was when Tevez was playing for them. And I've never known anything like it mm. to go and watch a team who get on the 
their own players back so quickly and so harshly it's outrageous it's almost like you know in this country we very much enjoy a moan don't we I think West Ham fans have really they've been because they've they've been through a lot of bad times at West Ham so it's like yeah let's go have a good old moan (laughs) and watch the football at the same time (laughs) two things we like I'd like to think though that the average West Ham fan is is, is actually really um, he doesn't moan or or they don't moan throughout the week they're just jerky cockneys exactly (laughs) and they just bottle it up for the Saturday (laughs) and if that is is the case that's fine every West Ham supporter that I know is about 55 and they remember when they were good yeah. and when they won the World <laughs> well, Cup etc well my mate Tommy uh, he's my age and he's, he's a West Ham fan and, and he's, he's not a, a doesn't exist he, lo- no, he, lo- he loves his football and he's, not, he's quite a thoughtful football fan mm. and I remember he's, I remember in a pub when he was chatting to a really sort of if you like cliched West Ham fan mm. he was going oh well the thing with us is we've got to play that type of football West Ham way my mate Tommy was going we haven't played that type of football for like 15 yeah. years every, <laughs> I know what you're talking about every West Ham fan I know would agree with that as well yeah okay I mean, right they're not all maniacs so I mean what's going to happen to Big Sam if they don't get the pre- I, mean, I mean has he just bored the players so much <laughs> that they can't <laughs> They just can't get up for the games anymore. And you also think that if they haven't been in the top two for so long, if they drop in the playoffs, you wouldn't fancy them either. No, absolutely, yeah. That's classic championship, though. Yeah, it? yeah. Um, elsewhere, Forest won three 0 at Crystal Palace, put themselves six points above the relegation zone. A big win for them, very mm. big win indeed. It, it, probably three from four will go down um, along uh, with Doncaster. Doncaster at bottom, aren't they? Mm, yeah. So you've got uh, Coventry, uh, Bristol City, and Portsmouth. So it's two from three, I would say. Leagues upside down. So. Uh, yeah, the, the, Well, Portsmouth thrashed five one at home by Burnley. Better news though for the South Coast club though is Peter Story. Do you remember him? He we agreed he, that we'd never talk about him again <laughs> well, well he's not giving us the choice exactly he said that he he's maybe going to return to the club in, in crisis that he left in crisis he yeah. said about returning <laughs> my wa- he plunged into <laughs> crisis it's like oh. a man who just remembered he's left the oven on yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. shit yeah. and the house is pretty much on fire yeah. I'll just turn that off now <laughs> yeah. well he's basically like a murderer yeah. returning to the house of a scene of a crime and offering to make the family a cup of tea yeah. Well, he said about returning, my wife would say never in a hundred years, but my heart says yes. Mm. Peter, always listen to the woman. I, I read a thing <laughs> Do about... Do any of these corpses need bumming? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I got a penis. Yeah. I re- read a thing about Peter's story. Um, Five long years. And how, you know, him, him defending himself, basically. Because, you know, he sold Pompey like, f- to four different people, didn't he, basically, uh, over uh, over the periods of time uh, that, that all this happened. And one of those people is called Ali Al-Faraj. And um, Story still doesn't know if he exists. No, yeah. <laughs> All the fans used to call him Ali Al Mirage. Right, good. <laughs> yeah. But that's the thing, isn't it? The story always protests his innocence. He's like, you know, some of the people understand what really happened and they back me. Yeah. You sold the club to someone where you weren't sure if they were even real. Still not <laughs> sure. I mean, you're still not sure yeah. if they were even real. I mean, how is that defensible in any way? I'm, th- I'm not going to defend it. What are you looking at me for? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we've had our say. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what is a person anyway? Yeah. In all seriousness, if a bank account yeah. is fine. Yeah, God can yeah. have one nowadays. Eh, yeah, yeah. If, you, if you're going to sell a football club to someone, you'd want to meet them face to face. They've sold the clubs to a concept. At, at least Skype. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, Luke, though, it, I've got it, nothing all, to say. In all seriousness, would you have him back? No. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, <laughs> I, suppose, I, suppose, I suppose we better move on to La Liga, eh? Yeah. Hellfire. <laughs> right then. Um, yeah. Spain, Barcelona two, Athletic Bilbao 
Nil bit Bell um, They've been excellent In the Europa League Recently the game, so game of the season That was against, against Schalke oh, Such a good Wasn't game. it just Six cup Roll with two oh, oh, Roll well, second Was unbelievable Do you know yeah. what I loved When it was two all I was watching the game And I just thought I love it when two um, You know Informed sides or, Well not informed sides As, as La Liga would Both testify Both in the Europa League Yes yeah. So often the Europa League form More than the Champions League Is separate from league form Yeah 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 It's a funny one isn't it But but two exciting sides Who have got some Some great players as well I love it when the, the two goal getters from those teams get the goal. Yeah. You know, it was two all, and Lorente got two, and Raul got two. And Huntelaar, they turn up. When, yeah. th- when Schalke were 3 2 down, Huntelaar had a volley, which it had gone oh, that's right. amazing, mm-hmm. and it went off the post. But um, well, I was thinking to myself, I was, listen- I was thinking about that game after I watched it, thinking. I don't really remember Bilbao playing that well having that much of the play mm. uh, Schalke were probably the better team on balance um, yeah. Bilbao probably only really played for about 20-25 minutes in total and I just thought Bielsa knows do you know what I mean he knows <laughs> apparently but, what would you say he watched well, 40 Joel, videos Joel Richards of pointed out um, on Twitter that he'd watched something like 42 videos of Schalke before the game yeah I've heard I've heard from a, I can't remember who told me some Argentinian based um, journalist said he owns over 5,000 VHS tapes about football games that's class get DVDs and did God, no no, no way I'd be against no that. way Jim surely 44 <laughs> matches that's just a Europa League run <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. Yeah. but imagine how gutted imagine if they'd have turned up right because they could have turned up and got beat 2 or 3 nil off Schalke yeah. Yeah. Imagine he'd have been like, oh, I'll never get that time back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I, I think we're too like the value. Bilbao are never going to win the league because, yeah. you know, the, the, yeah. who's Barcelona and Real Madrid. So I guess if you know that you're kind of a comfortable, you know, mid table side, yeah, yeah, yeah. Very, yeah. You, can, so you can have a really crack at the Europa League and not worry about it quite so no, That's very true. Although you know, you'd fancy them to be in the top four. I mean, they're <laughs> 11th at the minute. But mm. if, they did, if they did lose, I think Bielsa would have thought, oh, I didn't watch enough videos. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I should have watched more. Oh, I had 45. I didn't think those I've slept for five days, but yeah. <laughs> didn't Guardiola fly, fly over to Argentina and travel for ages to meet Bielsa and ch- chat to him about tactics and stuff? Not about a year or two ago. Oh, did he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah. Guardiola actually um, was full of praise uh, for Athletic Bilbao, and he said they don't uh, defend; they come at you. He said it's completely different from Milan. It's like night and day because obviously Barcelona and Milan was a, was an yeah. enthralling game, but Milan like, defended like, like lions. They in that did, game. but yeah. uh, well, but at the time of recording, of course, we've only. No, the first leg result and uh, the second leg would have probably been played by the time this comes out so well done to the winners uh, but yeah Barcelona still in the hunt oh this is quite a nice little one have you heard there's a Cameroonian teenager uh, footballer who uh, is playing or looks as though he's going to join the French second division whose full name is Lionel Messi Niamsi He's his own tribute act. No, he's 17. He's a career ruined. It's a weird coincidence. Yeah, isn't it funny? That is strange, yeah. yeah. I thought it was like an Abidi Pele thing. Yeah, true. Yeah, I didn't know, I was saying to the boys earlier, I didn't know Papa Cissé's middle name was Denver. Oh, right. And Denver, and Denver Bar. Yeah, Denver no and Denver. Yeah, exactly, it's yeah. brilliant. Now, uh, Real Madrid won 5-1 uh, again against Osasuna. Again against Osasuna? They've probably beaten them 5-1 a number of times. They, they've won 5-1 last week as well. Yeah. They win 5-1 every week. I was going to say, it's getting a bit same. But stop. Benzema's opener. What a volley that was. It was a peach. Van Basten-esque. Go on, I've said it. Higuain, <laughs> um, though, with his 100th and 101st goals for mm. Madrid. One of them was a lovely little dink. Yeah. yeah. 
deflected in off the goalkeeper's forehead <laughs> like a proper <laughs> little slap of a goal yeah that, what a piss take that is Ronaldo scored another belter from 30 yards yeah, it's, really, it's all the same the Ronaldo goal was reminiscent of the free kick he took against Portsmouth for Man United but it was in open play it moved in I that same that as way well. he, he kind of walked up to it and, and scored like it was a free kick <laughs> that weird celebration as well where he just sort of lifted his shorts up and pointed to his thighs yeah. and someone on the bench was doing it as well you very are, strange if you work out Thigh brothers You can do that get, get to the point Now where just Pete just crop that And just put it in every week Yeah Because yeah. they win They do that every yeah. week <laughs> Higuain scores Benzema scores Ronaldo scores yeah. Some sort of hundredth Goal record gets broken yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's mad um, But the only difference This week is Mourinho said that one day He might return to Inter He always says that as well though mm. Does he? Uh, yeah, people, he seems to get asked About that a lot Flirts with his exes Doesn't yeah. he? It's really bad <laughs> Oh, he's a really, tease. really bad. As Richard Keyes once said about him. Send me a picture of your breast. I missed him. Says the Russian man. Um, uh, yeah, he said uh, a return to winter, a return home is always possible. It's oh? the same with Lele. He must go home. I assume Lele is like a chaos cartoon character. Yeah, right? maybe. Yeah, no idea. Yeah, but Inter. Let's go to Serie A. They have a new coach. Andrea Stramacchioni Yeah Young young, young lad Younger than Zanetti 36 Yeah um, Did you see the press conference Where he was unveiled Mario Balotelli turned up Yeah Just wandered in What was yeah. he even doing there Well no, they, they did have a break City to be fair And that was actually Mancini I think went to Oh he went to the, I said he, he go I said he went to Eastern Europe yeah, on a pilgrimage. I said that last week Yeah no no I'm just saying I'm just confirming, confirming it Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so he was away And then obviously uh, Balotelli's gone back to Italy But yeah it was quite funny He just walked in And, and shook his hand And gave it him a little kiss It was David Brent-esque <laughs> <laughs> Coming back with a dog. <laughs> yeah. <the> printer. <laughs> what time was the Christmas meal? The whole thing just seemed to stop for it, didn't it? And you would think it would be that he's congratulating <clears> his old coach, congratulating his old coach from the youth team, but he, d- he never played with him. <laughs> oh, no, no, I think he did know him, uh, though. He, yeah, he knew him, but he didn't, like... Yeah, no, he wasn't, because th- he was Roma youth coach, um, was uh, a big stram. He wasn't... Uh, big stram. <laughs> if that's all right. <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be better if he sort of just opened the door, sort of looked, and everyone would be looking at him, taking pictures, and he went, and they just closed the door. Yeah, <laughs> that, that, that would have been oh, close. sorry, yeah. I... I don't know where I am. Maybe that was over it. The, over the door, just went, you finished me, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> With a hoover. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah um, uh, well, the, the new Inter coach, he's a law graduate, which I quite like. Is it fair to say he's had an exciting start at the helm of Inter? Yeah. Well, my goodness, they won 5-4 against Genoa. But what I like about um, one or two of the t- Italian teams is he's not got much experience, to be honest. You know, he was a, was a player for only a season. He was at Bologna. He got an injury. He had to retire young. Youth coach at Roma and then Inter. Doesn't even have a UEFA Pro uh, coaching license, so he'll be alongside assistant coach Giuseppe Baresi. But Italian clubs tend to to give their own much more of a chance. I mean, if you look at Allegri at Milan, well, I had a couple of seasons with Cagliari, mm. and, and I think it was Cagliari, and, and then a few seasons before. I mean, you wouldn't get that in England. But really. the, the story behind Stranciani is quite an interesting one because he was a manager of the um, of the academy side of Inter, yeah. and Maratti, who's obviously been famously very very quick to fire managers in the past. I think he's been for like sixteen managers. I, I think it's like five in twenty two months. Right. Okay. Like yeah. That. And he flew. To the final um, of the Inter Next Gen series, and I think they won. And won he in was, London, I think. Yeah. yeah, and he was so impressed with the strategy that he just gave him the job. I think he yeah. did a deal with him on the way home or something. And then, um, but everyone in the, the press was chipping off and saying, "Look, this is another one of your fads. In six months' time, is he going to be gone again?" And Maratti's actually been quite strident, yeah. saying, "No, this is a long-term thing. This is a new start for us." But I was wondering why. Um, I don't think he has anyway. But I was wondering why Zanetti has not been given a coaching role. 
Because it means being at the club for so long. Well, well maybe he doesn't fancy it. Groomed for it. Well, maybe he doesn't fancy it. But it, coach, yeah. coaching it, and managing are not the same, are they? He might well join the technical staff at some point. You would think that would make sense. Yeah, but he's not. Uh, yeah, but I'm just saying he hasn't been offered that thus far. Incidentally, Zanetti Ryan Giggs said he's the toughest opponent he's ever faced. He's a human tractor. Well, that, that is two absolute powerhouses. Isn't yeah. it? <laughs> <laughs> Imagine putting their stats together. Yeah. It's the unstoppable force on the immovable, immovable object. Right? A combination yeah. of fifteen thousand first team games between. Them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but Inter did beat Genoa five four. I I hope um, uh, Stramwicki only stays yeah, if Jim that's the case because yeah. I've been away in Germany this weekend. goals but Jim said to me I'm pretty sure Jim said that Genoa had three penalties they did yeah and right at the, I think they scored a couple right at the death didn't they yeah and uh, Inter had a penalty as well mm. in, amongst all that Melito in amongst the goals yeah Melito's um, could be right back to his best yeah no he is he's really, was, was uh, there any time shifted. for some open play football between all these penalties <laughs> just a penalty shootout score <laughs> and a penalty <laughs> shootout game is there anything wrong with that no I love it right more of it uh, <laughs> Roma won 5-2 as well so they did yeah another crazy it's just so dull yeah, yeah. that's right Milan it's just defending isn't it yeah. <laughs> Milan dropped points away to Catania um, so Juve could capitalise uh, if they obviously win mm. um, but let's go to the Bundesliga another big oh, score let's, let's go Dort- back there Dort- in a way Dortmund 4 Stuttgart 4 an extraordinary game Dortmund went 2-0 up um, scoring a 33 and 49 and then Stuttgart it, we had to wait till the 71st minute for the rest of the 6 goals to go so in so it's 2-0 after 71 minutes 2-0 yeah. after 71 minutes Stuttgart got one 71 77 79 they're 3-2 up 2 <laughs> minutes later Dortmund equalised then on 87 Dortmund went ahead 4-3 thinking oh here we are yeah. we're all grand you and know. The, 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 play, the, the place erupted yeah. bearing in mind they were the away side as and well. then Stuttgart no Dortmund were at home and really? uh, yeah and then Stuttgart made it 4 all in injury time absolutely incredible tired legs incidentally that, that though smacks of tired legs yeah. for me in that match uh, Dortmund's uh, Shinji uh, Kagawa set a new record for Japanese players in European uh, top leagues by scoring his 12th goal of the season previous record was by uh, Tahara for Frankfurt when he got 11 I'd, I'd be sleeping for a week if that was my team I'd just be sleeping <laughs> for the emotion yeah. six goals in the last 20 minutes you haven't that all oh, day oh my I've got to get me car out the oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> but Bayern beat uh, Nuremberg 1-0 away and just three points off Dortmund and they play each other in a few weeks time oh, that's going to be brilliant. delicious but Luke we come to you for a little bit more of uh, German football yeah I can give you like a real proper update in that because I was in Berlin this you weekend. were you little traveller I, I went to see Hertha Berlin 1 Wolfsburg 4 mm. um, Wolfsburg used to have a coach called Wolfgang Wolf Steve McLaren and, and his assistant was called Peter Panda <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah. yeah, brilliant. It's a zoo of a team. I was going to say, but, you um, have a cartoon. Yes, yeah, so I was at the Olympic Stadium, and, and uh, along with about forty-four thousand other people, which that held hosted the World Cup in two thousand six final. Right, it's a brilliant stadium. Yeah, it's like a proper coliseum. Yeah, it uh, is. and um, yeah, so we, we sat just above the Oscar, which all the ultras sing. Oh, right. I tell you what, they make a racket, yeah. an absolute racket. But um, yeah, Hertha lost four-one. They went a goal up, and they played some lovely. Well, at least stuff. you saw a proper goal. Then. Yeah, they, yeah, they, they, <laughs> they played some lovely stuff. Yeah. They, they were. It just lacked a bit of confidence in front of goal and they were quite brittle at the back. And it was brilliant because they went 1-0 up and they looked to me because I was sat quite high up. Their wingers so far forward they were playing like a 4-2-4 <laughs> and just bombing on and getting yeah. caught on the break and then bombing on again. Um, and they ended up going into the half-time break 2-1 down. Mm. And it was one of those ones where you think, how's that happened? Yeah. Um, they had loads of one-on-ones. So to cut a long story short, they had about 50-50 possession. They had um, more shots than Wolfsburg and they had seven corners to Wolfsburg one. They lost four 
4-1 that's the start <laughs> of that matters Jim so how is the atmosphere because people always talk about the sort of famous atmosphere of the Bundesliga and it's how brilliant. it's really really loud and vocal how it's just non-stop from about 15 minutes before the kick-off they, they, they all I sing I you going to say 15 minutes in and make sure everybody's here yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> right. we're all ready to start know, ev- every, <laughs> everyone will be there on time yeah, Come on. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, but what, what they do is they've they, they got a guy on the front with a megaphone yeah, t- oh, I love that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. leaves the chance. He's the, like the leader of war. Not but, if you stood next to him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's true. But, that uh, no, because he's he's not even in the stand. He's uh, oh, two he's, down, oh, facing yeah. the crowd. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, wow. and um, but what they do, they do this thing where they all lock arms around each other wow. about two or three minutes before the teams come out, and they start doing this swaying thing, mm. and they sing non-stop until the team come out and then when the team come out they'll go Ray! and it's just <laughs> relentless non-stop yeah. till the end how yeah. much were the tickets uh, 16 euros makes you sick it's yeah. incredible isn't it <laughs> yeah. so I mean it's not a game where there's a huge amount riding on it really is it so well, I think Wolfsburg is sort of pushing for, um, for, for UEFA Cup and, and, and Hertha can still stay up yeah but it's I mean it's you know for the, for the atmosphere to be like that sounds like it's pretty normal well, it's Hertha, just always Jimbo, like if you, that Jimbo if, if you paid 16 pounds fifth, yeah. no about 14 quid to watch your team in a brilliant stadium everyone's uh, yeah it's true oh there were cheaper tickets than that we just yeah, got the 16 it's, euros it's, ones yeah. it's breathtaking it's great it's about 44,000 there so it's probably just over half full um, I'm so full of sausage I've been You are anyway I've been to Cologne a couple of times And I've just I, I, full of I, have, I average about three sausages a day Yeah I had, I had two bratwurst before the game Oh man um, They sell beers in a litre jug Oh <laughs> But you see, but obviously you're only paying that much for the ticket, so you've got a little bit more to play with. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I bought a Hertha scarf. Can we no, relocate? Yeah. Can we yeah, start yeah. doing the show from Germany? No, no, mate. Because like when it was the last time, many of them won the Champions League and that. Yeah. So yeah, right. that's and that's what matters, doesn't yeah, it? So absolutely. just remember that before you start getting carried away with your pricing and all. Uh, also in Germany, <laughs> before we leave, uh, did you see FC Magdeburg in the lower league yeah, of Germany, the regional side? Um, now they they've gone on a goal drought. Yeah. Their, their team I think it's sort of five or six games without a goal so that's their fans nothing. I'm a Pompey fan that's nothing <laughs> <laughs> you, got, you did get one at the weekend though. <laughs> yeah um, their, their fans uh, trying to give them a helping hand so what a lot of them did was they all had arrows <laughs> and they were basically just pointing them towards the goal behind the, behind the net it's a lovely picture you really you please have a look at that because it's absolutely glorious stuff <laughs> and what is it, the, not only did they all have um, individual ones and they were all pointing at one point they synchronised to make one giant arrow yeah, <laughs> obviously really by to do yeah, yeah I was very impressed with that <laughs> Very impressed indeed. Uh, before we go to going for Glow, just a little one from Ukraine uh, in the city of Donetsk um, in preparation for Donetsk, the Europe. isn't it? Donetsk, sorry. Um, they have given bus stops a makeover, so they now look like goalposts. Well, but the seats are inside the goal then. Yeah. Yeah. You're asking people to just kick things into them. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't I think, think they come with a football, so. Well, no, yeah. but I think it's quite dangerous waiting for a bus now. Yeah, yeah, must be, yeah, if that was well and passed with like I don't know, like a uh, an espresso or something, they should put a boat it anyway. They should put a pair of keeper gloves on, like attached with a string onto each seat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, and now it's time for going for gold. Going for going for gold, gold. It is time for going for gold. Let's just get me little questions. They're not questions. They're, they're not questions. They're statements. All right. He's correct. First clue. You ready? Oh, yes. yeah. I ended my career at Delta Sport Vladingen. Stop. Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. No. Stop. John Jensen. No. Stop. Paolo Maldini. <laughs> hey. T-shirts available. Uh, football <laughs> <laughs> I gained three caps for my national side. Hmm. 
Any, any more? Stop. Yeah. Brian Penis. <laughs> <laughs> Always welcome. <laughs> When I quit football, I made possibly the most niche magazine ever, just for the professional footballer, called Life After Football. <laughs> it's Stop. a worthy cause. Phil Bab? <laughs> no, he did make a magazine. He did make a magazine, yeah. Yeah. Oh, did you? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my manager at Feyenoord was Wilhelmus Marinus Antonius Janssen. Feyenoord. Mm. <clears throat> Stop. Pierre van Hoydong. No. no, he had more than three caps. Yeah, that was, that was the only mm, yeah. the only sticking point. <laughs> but you said it anyway. Well, you don't ask, you don't get. That's true. <laughs> you learned from the Peter Reid one. Yeah. <laughs> Here's one for you. I was once part exchanged for Paolo De Canio. Ooh. Stop. Oh, stop. Reggie Blinker. Reggie Blinker. Yes! Oh, I that as well. <laughs> uh, my manager at Celtic was Wilhelmus Marinus Antonius Janssen. During my career in England, I was set to earn a sponsorship deal with a major sunglasses manufacturer, but that fell to bits after the company made it clear that they'd got him confused with Edgar Davids. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say, st- and what, uh, the follow clue is it's a, it's a slang word for not playing very well. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was Blinker, the, the previous one, but I thought, I'll just let this one go on. Oh. Ian Wright once pulled his hair. He did, yeah. <laughs> right, let's have an email. Thank you for uh, for your email, lady. Shall we? Boys, watching some videos of Pepe Reina, my all-time favourite man, I suggest you do as well, I came across an interview in which when asked about superstitions his teammates have, he replies, Cara, I think Cara doesn't like me to, uh, to fist him before the game. With emphasis <laughs> on the word fist. Cheers, Max in Australia. Obviously some sort of l- linguistic confusion there. I think he means the fist bump. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but there we go. Nobody likes a fisting before the game. <laughs> Especially not Jamie Carragher. Afterward, no. Afterwards. Afterwards, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this email is from uh, somebody called Shua. Uh, Dear Ramblers, last week when you referred to br- the Brazilian Football Federation as CBF, the first thing that entered my mind was the term can't be fucked. <laughs> 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 it also appears to me that that's kind of how they deal with uh, dealing with FIFA. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Shua ends uh, the email by saying, keep smiling. So oh, yeah, we nice. will. We certainly will. That, but that does sort of infer that we're smiling already. Well, well I am. Yeah, yeah, I am as well. All right. You've got curry verse still around your mouth. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> you can't paid, see what you you're smiling. Like Sixteen euros for a f- game on the yeah, way. Yeah, you, you should, should be, be delighted. Should be well happy. You, you prick. I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're nearly there because it's profile time. Hey. Now it's it's the fifth year anniversary. Yeah, we're getting on a bit. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought we'd uh, <laughs> cover blown. I thought we. <laughs> I thought we'd, we'd choose a ramble favourite for the profile, a man whose career has lasted for a long time. It's Nwankwo Kanu, ladies Whoa. and gentlemen. <laughs> um, I, I can see something on the horizon. I've, I've but got, he's worthy of being there. He, no, he he's really got is. loads of what stars. Yeah, yeah well, then we'll prove that. Yeah. Ten years ago. <laughs> 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 um, I'm gonna, 2009 FA Cup pick. <laughs> yeah. so. I'm going to start, how we always do, with the date of birth, yeah. uh, or what I'm told the date of birth. Uh, he was born on the 1st of August. 18. <laughs> <laughs> you got the first one. Yeah, yeah you're having the sauce. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he was born we going, out of the going, Big Bang. Yeah, we're going Gregorian calendar, yeah. We are, yeah. <laughs> we're not in the Mayan one. Are we? yeah. We're uh, no. This is this is it. This is official. He was born on the first of August, nineteen seventy-six. Seven years after the summer alone. As if he was born Hang after on. the summer alone. Hang on, let's have the calculator out. Yeah. Apparently he was born E. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was born yeah. yeah. He's 35, isn't yeah. he, apparently? <laughs> mm. Apparently. Mm. Yeah. So that's what we're going with. 
Apparently his name Nwankwo means baby bo- baby boy born on the um, Nkwo market day. Yeah. It's very specific. Yeah. yeah. You won't forget when he was I born. often wonder when it comes to that <laughs> oh, sort of thing. <laughs> Obviously I'm no linguistic expert, but how they can fit that much meaning into just more words. Yeah. I really like it. Yeah, it's great. Um, I don't know which market day it was. No. The one long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Effectively named after a car boot. Yeah. <laughs> car boot, John. Yeah. Probably a carriage boot. Yeah. <laughs> Nowadays, in his adopted home of Portsmouth, he's known as King Carney, though. Yeah, he's older than me and you. His real age is 62. King Carney. <laughs> <Carnu. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. Yeah. Uh, the most highly uh, decorated Nigerian footballer of all time, and one of um, the most highly decorated African footballers of all time. Yeah. Mm. Um, he's one of the most, certainly the most, one of the most important Nigerian footballers. Yeah, it really is. I mean, he has had quite a long time to win. It. Yeah, but I guess so. Yeah, even when you take um, the, the African thing out of it, he's it's surely one of the most decorated footballers there are. He's won pretty much everything he can win in the leagues he's played. It's in. True. Oh, well, there's a lot more uh, European footballers who have won quite a bit. Well, more I, know, I know, but still, you know, he's, he's won at club level, he's won just about everything. Yeah, he? yeah, yeah, yeah. But we will move on to that. Uh, he grew up in the east of uh, Nigeria and uh, played football like so many do on the streets. And he said of his childhood it was a difficult um, life altogether. His family couldn't always get three meals a day and they'd often struggle but we had football and something that everybody loves and unites people and uh, like many other players in Africa honed his skills on the streets um, with a rubber ball or as he put it a tennis ball something perfectly round if you were lucky and Carney said of this maybe it was using a ball that we couldn't figure out where it would bounce next uh, helped us with our skills and ball control yeah I often wondered that because they say like a lot of uh, I mean the sort of cliche thing is that Brazilian kids play on the street and mm. they play with sort of balled up rags That's or right, carrier yeah. bags and it must really improve your skill because you, you don't know where the ball's going to go if you can control that thing exactly mm. exactly yeah, yeah. Hmm. I might have dealt them old masters of walking the park. Exactly. What a, what a ball. <laughs> Excellent shout. Can we, can we put that in the demon? Yeah. <laughs> Hurting children's thighs from the 90s onwards. Um, yeah, so he also said, uh, uh, we all wanted to play. So if you had a ball your parents had given you, no one would say anything bad to you or stop you playing. Because if they did, you could pick up your ball and go home. And I'm so glad that attitudes in Nigeria are the same as yeah. they are in yeah, England. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm getting my ball and I'm off. Yeah. I'm taking my social currency. Yeah. <laughs> I can remember being kids and where you'd have a bit of a dispute whether it was a goal kicker or a corner or something yeah. you'd always put out there where's my ball yeah, yeah. <laughs> and home teams in the Premier League should still be doing that yeah yeah it's our ball, ball. So, uh, the corner. I love that though on the streets of Nigeria it's the same yeah. the universal language ladies and gentlemen um, of balls of balls um because when Carney was growing up in Nigeria, there was m- far fewer examples of African players, let alone Nigerian players, who had gone to Europe and played professional football. So uh, you, nowadays, he said it's very different. You know, you've seen there's lots of Nigerian players playing, and yeah. Africans as well. So uh, it, it, was, it was, I suppose, it was harder really to get noticed. But he began his playing career playing for Federation Works, and then moved soon after to uh, National, now called Heartland FC, playing in the Nigerian Premier League, and he won the league with them and. Later that year, in 93, he went to Japan for the Under-17 World Cup with Nigeria, and they won the tournament. He scored five goals in that competition and was soon snapped up by Ajax. Now, remember, in the 90s, Ajax were one of the top European sides. Mm. Obviously, they've well, fallen away now. One of the best club sides ever in 95, weren't they? Yeah. He came off the bench score and played in the final, didn't he? He did, yeah. Well, they built a fantastic side, largely of homegrown talent and some experienced players, and Carno slotted in there with the likes of Patrick Cliver, Edgar Davids, Clarence Seidel, Frank Limbaugh, and so many others. <laughs> and they won the league three times in a row, but without a doubt, the best season was the 94-95 one, as you say, Luke, <clears> when they won the Champions League. Also, the Super Cup and the Intercontinental Cup, too. Busy boys. Busy boys. In 96, though, 
after um, fabulous success with with Ajax, he uh, he left to go to Inter. But that summer, he played for Nigeria in the Olympics, winning the gold medal. Now that Nigeria squad had the likes of Amakachi, Victor Ikpiba, Tariba West, Babayaro, JJ Kocha, Sunday Alicia. Brilliant team, yeah, 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 absolutely superb. And they all and had like very different physiques to Kanu. He was like yeah, a run- he was like a runner, wasn't he? The rest of them were mm. quite sort of like brawny men. Well, well for Ajax, he just huge feet, Kanu as well. Oh, he's got about size sixteen or something. Mm. It's ridiculous. It he's, got, he's got a face like a triangle <laughs> as well. <laughs> it does a bit, yeah. Um, and in that Olympic tournament, they they um, they faced Brazil in the semi-final, who had the likes of Carlos, Roberto Carlos, Bebeto, Rivaldo, Ronaldo. Mm. Nigeria won 4-3 Kano got a 90th minute equaliser And then the winner in extra time Do you remember the celebration? He did sort of weird He sort of started It was like the Ministry of Funny Walks was it? kind of, It's quite a famous celebration <laughs> in Nigeria now uh, and, and then they won the uh, Olympic Against Argentina in the final With another star-studded lineup, And he became an Olympic gold medalist At the age of 19 Allegedly 19 mm. And the same year he won African Football of the Year So a great year for him And then he went to Inter that summer but of course, after having a medical examination, was found to have a serious heart defect, which was obviously extremely alarming. And well, the doctor said he would never play again. And it, not only that, it was life-threatening. As, as yeah, as well. I mean, friend of the show, James Horncastle, was t- talking to me about that. He said that because um, in Italy they've always had quite a good history of, of, of medical work and screening people for heart defects. And he said that a lot of people weren't, aren't sure if it would have been picked up if he wasn't in Italy. Yeah, mm. um, there's a good chance that he. Um, that yeah, it would have gone unnoticed if he had gone somewhere else. Why just lucky to come on pl- keep on playing though. We well, um, had an operation. Oh right, he, yeah, he, yeah, he, he underwent sorry. surgery in November '96. So he had a do- dodgy valve in his heart. And they just repaired it. I think. Right, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, and incredibly, he made a return to football in April '97. As I say, he'd been told he'd never play again. Mm. So mm. absolutely remarkable. Mm. I, mean, I mean, you remember this, don't you? Yeah. yeah. When he was he was there, and everyone felt so sorry for him because he was such a great talent. Yeah. And, and, and he came back um, A few years later He set up the Kanu Heart Foundation Which um, obviously serves Nigeria And the rest of Africa Although demand is very high So they're hopefully Setting up a few more hospitals Around the continent So he started playing back at Inter But due to his previous condition And Inter signing Ronaldo And some other big names He only played a handful of matches for them But they did win the UEFA Cup When he was there He was an unused sub in the final Then he went to the World Cup In uh, France that summer And uh, he didn't feature too much But in 99 He signed for Arsenal Jim He did And came to England Do you remember his first game? Remember what happened? <sighs> it wasn't Middlesbrough was it? It was the FA Cup game Oh of course it was Sheffield, Sheffield United, United. Yeah. And um, Sheffield United player Was down injured Yeah gone out, um, And someone th- Ray Parler I think it was Threw the ball to him He didn't understand the custom Of giving it back To yeah, the, that's the opposing team He just ran down sl- uh, Crossed to Mark Overmars And Mark Overmars scored I mean you thought He would know better <laughs> um, It's um, almost like he didn't care Yeah <laughs> But Wenger op- offered to replay the game Didn't, didn't he And uh, they did I remember that I remember. Again. Didn't Neil Warnock take it well? Yeah, he <laughs> yeah. will have done. Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought that was incredibly good of Wenger to play the game. Well, yeah. My memory of the initial instance is very hazy, but I'm sure in the post-match interview, Neil Warnock just went, oh, don't worry about it. Yeah. Stop well, you know, he's new. It even it's his first day, he's new. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, his first day. <laughs> uh, he became a bit of a super sub for Arsenal in his first season there, didn't he? He did. He certainly knew how to twist up a defender. Yeah, he really did. I mean, in fact, as late as 2004, which is the season uh, Arsenal last won the league, uh, there was a game where Arsenal won 1-0 and he scored as a late substitute he was only going he's only going the league that season and that to me then seemed really retro so like, oh Carnu's still here yeah. <laughs> yeah. oh here he it's nice that he's scored isn't it it's like a little blast from the past that was like I mean that's 2004 as I say that's 8 years ago yeah. and, and even then 
he seemed retro. Yeah. But the well, thing is, though, you say that, yeah, yeah, in theory, he's still playing now, but it is like a running joke. Yeah. Bobby, yeah. He's still playing now. Yeah. But, but, but talking about his playing style, he's a very graceful player, very skillful. Rangy as well. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm. It's very hard to get the ball off. Was yeah. it creative? But that guy was scoring against Chelsea from a really acute angle. Well, the hat trick. That was class. Yeah, the 17 minute hat trick. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm 2 0 down. Yeah. It? Away at Chelsea, and he came on, and <laughs> uh, it was that was amazing. Mm. It's brilliant. Just so, you know, it's Solskjaer esque. Better than that. Yeah. <laughs> Better than that. <laughs> yeah, that, that, I think that's one of the the, the memorable Premier League hat tricks. I'll go as far to say. And and, and and of course, it was right at the end of the game. And then it was two all. He'd scored two. And the third goal, Ed De Hoy came out and. Ed De Hoy. Yeah. Ed now, Hoy kind of really should have crossed that, shouldn't he? Or certainly cut it back or done something. And he scored from a ridiculous angle with two defenders on the line, perfectly in the top corner. Mm. You should okay, he's not going to get all good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm ugly. <laughs> um, a real crisis of confidence. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> everything, everything came crashing down for him at that moment. Sounds like it destroyed him as a human being. They had his shit moustache. Yeah. He had an existential crisis because Carly scored a hat trick past him. <laughs> Do you remember the flick away at Middlesbrough, 6 1? Like a Del, you remember De, sort of a Del Piero kind of uh, yeah, flick yeah, behind yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. the sort of heel. That was a great one. The the, the knockover uh, Luke Young for Spurs when he had the ball like a, a Gascoigne esque. <laughs> oh, that over was brilliant! Yeah, that was absolutely that was perfectly measured as well, yeah. just over his head. Mm. He's done him up. Yeah, three yeah. one. I don't think I've ever seen In, a defender uh, done up so bad. Yeah, it's amazing. Oh, it can't, he was a fantastic player. Yeah. He really was. It was great when he was playing for Arsenal. Yeah. Some of the skills. Because I remember when he signed for Arsenal, it seemed really exciting because he was a big name player. Yeah. You know? It's easy to forget quite how highly Carney was rated just That's because right. he, you know, he's still going and all yeah. these, there are all these different things about him now. Yeah, in 99 as well, he won African Football of the Year for the, for the second time. Um, and then uh, towards the end of his Arsenal career, he had less opportunities with Thierry Henry, obviously being the, the main uh, choice of Some would say that was a mistake. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'd be one of them. But uh, he, they, he won the double with Arsenal. He won a couple of league titles, didn't he? Yeah, he did. And a, and a couple of uh, FA Cups. I can remember a game in Europe. For the life of me, it might have been Deportivo when they beat us. I know Deportivo beat Arsenal at home once, but he, he, he ran up to the keeper. And he kind of just shimmied, and the keeper dived out of the way, and he just sort of ran it in and slotted it <laughs> like right, right where the keeper was. It was superb, you know. He yeah, was like, so tricky at times. Lovely yeah. hip shake. Yeah, indeed. Just unpredictable. That was the thing about yeah. Carney. You just would not know what he was going to do next yeah. because he had all these weird little tricks. Yeah, he, he seemed bit, to be winging it. He had a bit of the Palo one shot about him. Yeah. Mm. Uh, in the year 2000, he played uh, in the African Cup of Nations, and he played in I think six African Cup of Nations, certainly five or six. Uh, but the, the year 2000 was the closest. He came to winning it Nigeria lost in the final On penalties to Cameroon He did miss one of those spot kicks It was a shame for the big man Because they never won the competition Where his team probably should have mm. uh, It's a bit of a drug situation Yeah, exactly mm. um, Nigeria had a slightly disappointing showing At the 2002 World Cup Going out in the first round Although they were in quite a tough group um, But uh, in 2004 He moved to West Brom At the age of 28 <laughs> <laughs> Still at his peak. Thing is, what Jim said about it being retro when he's got when, when, when Pompey signed him, I remember not being that bothered, thinking, "Oh, he's not been that good for West Brom, and he's old now." Yeah. Really? I mean, he was only thirty. Yeah, exactly. He signed yeah. for Portsmouth. <laughs> <laughs> that 
got one last contract left in me. Yeah. Exactly. Um, <laughs> he experienced relegation with West Brom in his second season, and so he went to Portsmouth. He was the top we, scorer. We, we're not going to talk about that miss. Which did. one? Oh, to West Brom. Brom. Oh, well, I was going to gloss over it, but go on. Well, it's just it was on the touchline, wasn't it? it was squared to him across the floor. On it was the, the goal line. line. Like a, yeah, the goal line. Like yeah. a yard out, put it over. Yeah. It's a physical mystery as yeah. to how that's even yeah. possible. I think you probably thought, this is something I haven't done in the game. <laughs> I can bend the laws of physics. <laughs> <laughs> Not always in a good and, way. And well, normally people would think I'd do that to my advantage. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. <laughs> I'll do it to my disadvantage this <laughs> time. <laughs> um, yeah, in his first season at Portsmouth, now into his 30th year. He flew out yeah. the blocks. He, yeah, he scored 12 goals. He was the top scorer. Yeah, Portsmouth but I think he scored scorer. quite a lot of them, if not all of them, really early he on. He did. Yeah. The Marco Negra. Oh, he was class. in Scotland. Because what, what it was, it was, I think Redknapp signed him, one of, it may not have been his, absolute, his first signing when he came back to Portsmouth yeah. for a second stint, but yeah. it was certainly one of his early ones. Mm. And he did that typical Redknapp thing that Redknapp's very good at, getting a player who you think's a little bit sort of not bit past it unmotivated and just just sticking a rocket right up his ass yeah, yeah. brilliant again and he was like he was great for about six months but it sometimes like he got really tired for some reason <laughs> towards the end of the season yeah, yeah. Sure, I don't know where others yeah but uh, he, 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 he did win the FA Cup with Portsmouth scored the winning goal yeah scored the, the semi final and the final he scored some massive goals for Pompey didn't yeah. he I mean uh, Luke I'm sure you'll back this up he, I mean nowadays there are a lot of kids on the south coast who have Nwanko as a middle name yeah that's right yeah yeah, yeah. yeah he's really popular <laughs> he's really popular uh, uh, two of my favourite stories about him at Port his time at Portsmouth right. one is that um, a friend of mine who's a um, he's, who's a, a sort of local reporter he's not anymore but he was and he was quite friendly with the physio at the time he's not there anymore <laughs> yeah. and um, he said he'd always have like a bit of a laugh at him about can't <laughs> yeah. and, he, and he'd say um, oh how old is he you know, what's his real age and stuff and the guy would go well no one really knows it's, it's impossible to find out but he said just from working his muscles mm. um, I'd say he's late 40s <laughs> <laughs> and there's another great story which I, uh, that's, by the way that is definitely true that he said that not in his fault he's late 40s yeah, yeah. Um, cause you remember <laughs> that some, is so good you remember someone he made on the show and said Tariba West was playing into his 50s yeah, yeah. yeah. But one, and I'm not sure how true this one is but the, 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 obviously the, the build up to it definitely happened where he scored a goal against I think it was Middlesbrough and Pompey were on the break and then the ball went over the top mm. and I was watching it with my friend Duncan and I remember him saying um, oh it's a foot race it's a foot race and Carnu <laughs> was in on goal from like his own half with a defender all over the back of him but because he is so slow he was like fighting him off <laughs> like elbowing him and he got there first and uh, scored yeah. and uh, you didn't know how he had done it yeah. and uh, the report said that he actually had to go home from the game because it was an away game in a wheelchair Nah, <laughs> <laughs> he got to get wheeled down because he was so tired after doing that. Did he have to go on straight away? Wh whenever he shuffles off this mortal coil, everyone's going to be saying he died too young. Yeah. He didn't. He yeah. didn't. <laughs> He yeah. didn't let's say that very clear and that'll be the tragedy about the whole thing yeah, you know, if, if he dies at 50 but he'll I actually be 90 yeah, but the thing is though <coughs> I wish like somebody would actually say no this this is really we think he's is, is his actual age because if he turns around and goes yeah I'm, I'm playing in the championship when I'm 48 that is ridiculous yeah, I mean, with all that's these, so good with all these things in mind he scored against Milan yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> well he had scored in the, in the FA Cup Pompey, this is what I mean, in the, in the UEFA well, so when was the FA Cup, Cup final then? when was that the FA Cup was 2008 2008 yeah 
Super, what, 41? You've got to remember, yeah. people who don't see... I mean, he's, he's not been playing that much this season, but people who don't really see him very much these days, yeah. you need to realise that I say, like... He's oh, he down goes, the bingo hall. He goes in the foot race and he has to go home in a wheelchair. It sounds ridiculous. But I've not seen him do anything more than hold the ball up and draw a foul for about two and a half seasons. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't run anymore. He can't run anymore. His touch is amazing. He'll hold the ball up all day and I, he'll draw a foul. But I used to play with a guy like that, like on a Friday night, you know, down the AstroTurf. And he was, he was quality. I mean, he was late 40s himself you know and it's and I, and he's exactly the same as Carnu. you know he hold the ball up absolutely superbly great touch and all the rest of it just couldn't move no, yeah. and so he would pass the ball to like some of the younger lads and he would take an age to get into position but they would just have to hold the ball until he did and then give it back to him you know but like I said to you Carnu, we said this before he must be one of the easiest players to play with because you always know where he is and he's always mm. where you left him That's right. he goes, <laughs> I mean, he'll always bring you into play yeah and one, one of my one of the great moments of when he when he scored the winning goal and, and Pompey lifted the FA Cup <laughs> yeah. one of the abiding memories because I was at the, at the game Obviously, and we've seen like dance up the touchline with uh, mm. I say dancing, yeah, yeah, yeah. shuffling. Um, mm. First thing he did when uh, when they, when the final whistle went straight over to the bench, pulled out a cap with a king on the front, <laughs> just, just stuck <laughs> on, just waving to everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's a great day out for us. Yeah. Ties nicely into the opening question. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's yeah, it, that's it. Um, he did go to the 2010 World Cup. Again, like, come out and say your age. You get the record. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, then Miller could come out and go, actually. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's true, yeah, yeah. Well, he, he only st- he started a game, which was the tool draw against South Korea, but again, they were slightly disappointing show and went out in, in the first round. Then he because was- they had a pensioner up front. <laughs> 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 well, that was the only game they didn't lose, actually. Yeah. <laughs> um, he retired from international football after the finals. Only international football. A word right? he has no like, idea <laughs> yeah, of what yeah. it means. No, he, he's literally many- retired. Yeah. Got any idea how many appearances he would have made this season Luke uh, uh, it's, I guess it's not that many he hasn't played since I mean, are we no. even talking double figures like, I'm not, I wouldn't have thought so no. 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 but anyway he's, 86 appearances for Nigeria only second to uh, Joseph Yobu but in uh, just, yes, sorry, just on that I'm, yeah. uh, I'm not sure but I think it might be because he gets big bonuses if he plays I think right. he's on a pa- really sort of heavily um, weighted contract where he, mm. he only really gets paid well if he plays yeah. mm. so that, that's probably why I'm not picking him because of yeah. the financial situation <laughs> well I think Michael Appleton he's in charge now yeah, yeah, yeah. said that um, about Kano he just said Kano is not fit to play End of story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Appleton's really into his fitness and stuff. He's he's a real he's really um, keen on the on the double transition fitness and stuff. So it probably makes sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so he retired from international football. Uh, in June 2011, he had a testimonial match in Lagos, uh, in Nigeria, of course, for his services to Nigeria. Lot, lot, I mean, so well respected. Samueletu, Adebayor, Mantari, Rigobe Song, Manuel uh, Ibue, they all turned out for him. Uh, JJ Koch, I think, Sammy Kafour. He's loved. By all those guys, well, he's you know. Br- in his day, yeah, King Carney, exactly. Yeah. And he does loads of stuff off the field as well. Oh, he does, yeah. Well, well of course, the half time, time, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. 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 UNICEF um, goodwill ambassador. Um, well, by the way, the, one of the only main reasons he's still playing at Pompey is because like a year ago he got a three-year extension. Is that right? Yeah. Story. <laughs> <Getting Yeah. laughs> if they're into their fitness and stuff, can you imagine if they put him in an ice bath? Yeah. He'd get pneumonia. He'd never get out of it again. <laughs> yeah. um, he has the most amount of substitute appearances, I think, in the Premier League's history. 118, I think. That's good. Wow. Absolutely loads. And he's going to be one of the torchbearers for the 2012 Olympic Games, I think, through the streets of Coventry. It's going to take a while. I was going to say, if it gets held up somewhere, you know uh, where to look. Yeah. Um, have, you got, have you got a spare wheelchair? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what, what's great is, though, um, he's set an academy up in the place where he grew up 
in Nigeria where he used to play football on the streets and all and he said that whenever he goes home he still catches up with some of the guys um, who he used to play football with not literally <laughs> yeah, true yeah yeah, yeah. Actually, um, for a bit of bingo no and they still play a bit of football together and all that kind of stuff, stuff. Which, which is absolutely marvellous and, and he is deserving age jokes aside a legendary one of, player one of the best African players of recent years yeah, and, and, and King Khan who's coming into the that sort of phone Ladies and gentlemen, that is the end of the football <coughs> ramble for this week, the fifth anniversary. We've done it. And yeah. uh, if you want to get in touch with us, the email address is still the same. It's show at thefootballramble.com and the website is thefootballramble.com, Jim. It is. And this week on the Ramble Net, Dermot Corrigan looks at Real Madrid's hissy fit, the Spanish media. Kieran Pender looks at Central Coast Mariners, who've clinched the A-League Premiership, but now go into a knockout competition to determine the overall winner of the Gaday League. And James Appel updates us on the declining fortunes of Aidan McGeady at Spartak Moscow. Elsewhere, there's the Hall of Fame, the Shop, the Forum, and all kinds of internet fun, so get over there now. Yeah, just to uh, sort of elaborate on that slightly, um, we've got Ricky Lambert Celebrate t-shirts available and stop. Is it Paolo Modine teachers To your request listeners hmm. <laughs> And thank you for being with us For five years Yeah yeah. yeah. I mean I haven't you even lunatic. been here For five years <laughs> yeah. But I mean yeah. Yeah. Were you in the majority of it Pete Yeah I think Here's the next five Anyone who's with me Five oh. just sit and look at you <laughs> <laughs> Carry on Marcus Just right, me and Marcus just end this now Marcus Good. <laughs> Put a bullet in the head of this show <laughs> Say goodbye Jim <laughs> Goodbye Say goodbye Pete Goodbye Say goodbye Lou Goodbye And it's goodbye from me Binty Bot Bots <laughs> Southampton in front, Ricky Lambert celebrate, and the Saints may very well be on their way. Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. 